If you're still on the hunt for a sports book to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with MyBookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, MyBookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus of up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim promo code MADNESS50. But the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie? You can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use promo code MADNESS50, that's MADNESS50, to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not and, as um, simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more know, doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time for Seminole Headlines featuring Warchant.com's Jeff Cameron, Managing Editor Ira Chauffel, and Senior Writer Corey Clark. Your weekly dose of all things FSU, Pistols and Pies starts right now. Here's Jeff Cameron. The Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, Warchant TV begins right now. The boys are all in studio. There's Ira, there's Corey, and we want to say as we get started as always, thanks to our friends at... uh, Register sausage. Yay, sausage! A hearty yay sausage. It's been good to be back at practice. It's been good to watch the guys play. And uh, obviously we'll dive into the DJAC stuff. Everybody is fired up in the chat, boys. Should people drown their sorrows about Daryl Jackson in sausage? Always. <laughs> like you can drown little, yourself in sausage. A, yeah. little, a little andouille to kind of kind of get your spirits, mm. spirits back up. Uh, register sausage. Huge friend of the program, been there for a long time. Huge friend of uh, fans of Florida State. They're Florida State people that run the program or run the uh, company. Tremendous sausage. You can have it delivered to your house. Registermeats.com is the website. They will deliver to you fresh. Or if you live in this beautiful part of the country, you can go on in, Mm. get it off the shelf. And if it's not on the shelf, Corey, what do you do? Uh, You attack people. I also heard somebody told me, um, and this is, I'm not besmirching this uh, establishment. I just don't happen to go in there a lot. But somebody told me at Walmart, oh yeah, there is a huge like just display of register sausage. You think you're too good for that store? No. I just haven't been. I don't go to any stores to be honest with you. I go to pro. I get protein bars and sushi at Publix, <laughs> and register sausage, of course, and just, that's all yeah. I get. And my mios, and that's what I live on. That's all you got to do. You yeah. live on protein bars and sushi or two, right? Sushi mainly. Yeah. I, I avoid protein bars. Well, like you got to bulk up like your yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. He's got too skinny. He's got to eat some more this protein. Is, yeah, this ain't an accident, gang. But uh, yeah, so uh, Walmart apparently just there. It's everywhere at Walmart. Huge display. Well, because listen, if they don't, people will contact the meat manager. So they as have they to. should. And I have uh, had an occasion to go into a Walmart. I don't like it. I wish I didn't have to. But when I go, I notice the register sausage. It's there in abundance. You're yeah. not wrong, Ira. It's good to point it out. People want options. You need options when purchasing register sausage. You might be so. looking for a box fan 
and some pillows mm-hmm. yeah. and some and This some is sausage. the time of year where it's going on, where and people need their sausage. school supplies. Right? And they're like, while I'm here, why don't we grab a little registered sausage? Get you some Andouille and a notebook. It helps soften the <laughs> blow of having to run all over Hell's Half Acres for the return <laughs> to school, right? Yeah, that's a, that's a nice thing. Another good day of practice today, boys, and then the bad news afterwards. I think we saw this coming. It was starting to feel this way. Daryl Jackson does not get the waiver that he was hoping to get from the NCAA. Mike Norvell commented that he was very disappointed, uh, as one would be. I, I think it mainly hurts them, particularly uh, against the run, where I thought he would be a force. Um, it would be nice to have him. It also would have been a bit of a luxury uh, because they, they're they good up front, and they're still going to be good up front, just not as good. Yeah, it just mostly stinks for him. I think it stinks for him more than it does for Florida State. I mean, he this team's going to be really good. And like to your point, assuming they don't have uh, things go wrong – uh, from a health standpoint, they yeah. should be really good defensively. He would be great to have. But more importantly, man, this is his third year of college. It would have been his money year. Uh, it's Ironically, there were some NFL scouts there yesterday at practice, and they were looking at Daryl Jackson. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, that that part of it stinks too. Well, so probably more. He would be – and we don't know what his future holds, but he would be eligible next season, right? Correct? He'd be eligible after this season. Just, That's what I mean. three years, yeah. He'll yeah. be eligible – He'll be eligible so he for can the next come draft. back next. But he oh, can he also, definitely can come I'm back. I'm eligible to play at Florida State next year. Right. He yeah. he will be. But he also, you know, he I, might, I think he'll he go, to the, go to the draft. He yeah, could, I think he'll yeah. go to the league. Um, it's a what. What hurts though is yeah. I I think if everyone stays healthy in the middle of the line, you're fine. But if you get, you know, Fisk or Farmer or somebody like that gets banged up. You know, the, the luxury is the right word. But man, you had a dominant defensive line that could rotate four to five guys. Uh, and, and the thing with Jackson was he showed flashes where you thought, well, he might be the best one. Yeah, I thought so. I, I thought he potentially was the best defensive lineman they had. Yeah. Um, he's defensive a physical tackle. Freak. Defensive t- tackle. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, I don't ever think of defensive ends like Jared Verse in the same vein. You're right. But, I mean, it's um, – I, I guess that they've been operating now in a way where we watch them and they still have a lot of really good players at the position. There's only really two big games where you think it could come back to haunt them a little bit. I think they're fine – in the other games, it would have been nice to have him. Hated for Daryl Jackson. Uh, bad situation there. I wonder, you know, he could I, – I talked to somebody about this the other day. It's a possibility with him. You know, he's he's able to practice. Now, his reps will no doubt be diminished and diminished and diminished. Um, uh, the other thing is, though, but what you put on tape matters, and that guy's a physical freak. So if he was going to use this to catapult himself to the league, he could do that. Yeah, he could. He also, you know, like, you know, man, there's so many things that now in the world of NIL, there may be plenty of reasons for him to want to stay for another year. So, you know, we'll see how it all plays out. But the thing I would, you know, the other thing I would say that just stinks from a timing standpoint, and it just, this is where you get so frustrated with the NCAA, because if he, if the, if he was a year younger, you know, if this had happened a year ago, they were giving out free passes, go wherever you want to go. Then they just decided Earlier this year, I think after he had already decided he was going to transfer to Florida State, now we're going to crack down on it now. We're not going to just give away those waivers anymore. And now he's caught in the middle. I mean, that sucks. Yeah. Yeah, the NCAA is inconsistent. That is, there's no doubt. There was a stretch of time where they felt like they were completely impotent, powerless to do anything. People were doing whatever they wanted. Uh, it was just, you know, termed the wild, wild west. And that, that the NCAA couldn't do anything about it. And then somewhere along the way, they decided, no, we've got to do something about it. And you're right. They came down on it, I guess, now. And it's harder to, to, to be given that waiver. 
Um, yeah, it's bad timing. It's 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 it stinks. I, I I'll be very interested to see what Daryl Jackson's decision is and how they handle it and what's going to happen from here. People are saying, well, you know, they should appeal this. There's a thought they've already appealed this, guys. Like yeah. this is not the first go around here. This this feels like uh, the they final should uh, strenuously appeal it. Right. <laughs> I object. Strenuously I object. Strenuously <laughs> object. Is that how this works? Yeah. yeah. Strenuously <laughs> object. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, and I, it's frustrating. It's annoying. It's it's bothersome i still think they're better off at defensive tackle this year than they were going into last year 100 yes, they, they are absolutely 100 percent. it's yeah. just uh the margin for error now with yeah. another injury or a banged up player let's say this though i think it's important and i'm not just trying to harp on the positive at a negative time it is admittedly a bad thing to have to find out that you don't get the services of daryl jackson who could have been a dominant player and only added to the depth and talent of this defensive line but at the same time I do think Briggs had a good day today. He's already had two good days when I've been watching. He looks like the player from two years ago, not the guy who was just freshly back from injury a year ago. He's playing better. Farmer is bigger and stronger and better than he was. Even in the spring, he's better than he was, and he was already really good. Um, you know, we, we assume Fabian Lovett's going to be fine. Uh, they, Fisk has come in and been dominant. I mean, you could use him in a lot of different ways. His uh, he, he's a fast twitch guy. He's really strong. He's been very very good. Uh, I think they're awesome. They're awesome on the edge with their two starters. So this is gonna be a really talented and pretty deep group. They're a lot better than Ira. To your point, I think they're a lot better than they were a year ago. Yeah, and I just want to clarify: some people in the chat are saying asking this question. So I assume a lot of people listening may be asking the same thing. What we were talking about when we say that probably they probably won't appeal is this. This has been an appeal process. You know, the way these things work is you get denied initially, and I think we talked about this, you know, over the last couple of months. He's been denied, but they were never going to say he was denied because they kept appealing, and they're going through that process. This is basically they've, they've gone through all the appeals at this point. Now, maybe they'll send another letter complaining. I know for a fact Florida State's administration is very um, mad about this. They were mad about it. The fact that it was dragging out as long as it was – so maybe there's some sort of appeal pro not even an appeal process, just a complaint. Um, so maybe that's out there. But they've appealed they've they've exhausted the appeals and he's been denied, and that's why they officially told us. Um, so it's not like they found out Friday and now they appeal. That's been going on for a long time. From here though, I think that we will continue to point out that uh, practices have gone well every every day. There's another guy that has a good day. Yesterday I thought Gil Redmond had a really good day. We named several people yesterday that we thought had good days. Who stood out to you guys today? Anybody that jump off the uh, off the page for well, you? Yeah, I mean, we can stick here for now, uh, Fisk. Uh, I, yeah, I thought Fisk was good yesterday, and I thought he was better today. He made a couple uh, – he, he pressured Jordan into an interception in the red, in the, uh, the red zone 11-on-11. 11 11. Uh, he just – he's really, really hard Blew to up block. up a double team is what he did. Um, yeah, play. I mean, he's, he's really hard to block. Um, you're going to love hearing this, Ira, but I, I'll be honest – I like the guy's motor. I, I, I think he's got a high motor. It doesn't stop. He's yeah. relentless. Probably faster than you think, too. Faster, but more athletic yeah. than you think. Yeah, yeah probably. And quite honestly, it's yeah. like having o Coach Odell on the D-line right. with you. You right. have an assistant coach. There you have is. a GA. There it is. I covered them all. You got every base covered, yeah, buddy. But, but, no, for real, he's been a really impressive addition, I think. Uh, people haven't seen him. He's from Western Michigan. Um, maybe not the pedigree from the school, anyway, that Daryl Jackson came from, but – He's a really nice addition, and he alone makes this defensive line. You basically replaced, what, Robert Cooper with right, him. Right, and it's different 
guys, different type of guys, but but I think clearly more impactful. Yes, and you've replaced last year's Joshua Farmer with, with this, this year's, year's Joshua, Joshua Farmer. Farmer. You still have Fabian Lovett, so you're still ahead of the game. And a year ago, Dennis Briggs was still back yeah. and forth between but, positions, and Tafasi wasn't eligible yet. Yeah, I like Tafasi too. Daniel but, Lyons and Malcolm Bray. And Lyons, but to, not to minimize Daryl Jackson because I think he could have been an right. impact guy. Not a do, not a depth piece, but a a, a, a real – impact defensive lineman that you just lost that was a that would have been nice to have speaking, in the fourth quarter speaking from a physical standpoint he didn't look like this coming out of high school he was he was a skinny defensive end coming out of high school but if you look at daryl jackson today that's what the dudes at georgia and alabama yes, look like. like correct yeah they've yep. got some other really good defensive tackles that are really nice players but aren't wouldn't fit in necessarily with some of those guys daryl jackson would fit in in any defensive line room. And do you think maybe – and, again, I'm not – I think Tafasi's going to be good. Lions might be good. I don't know if they're ready to be impact players right now in 2023. But maybe the one difference now between the Georgias and Alabama – and all those teams ranked – many of the teams ranked ahead of Florida State in the poll is they have a Daryl Jackson in their rotation, and you just lost yours. Does that yeah, make sense? Yeah, I, I like, said it in the spring. I thought Daryl Jackson, if he decided to play hard and play consistently well every day, could be the best defensive lineman they have. I thought he was a huge difference maker. Yeah, I think that is the difference between the very, very, very best teams in the country and those that are just on the outside looking in. But Florida State's got to play 500 ball against the two teams, uh, LSU and Clemson. And then from there, I still think they're dominant on both lines of scrimmage against the rest of the schedule. Yeah, you so, hope so. So, I, I mean, if it, I think they will be. Um, it'd be nice, though, when you're thinking about, like, a game at Pitt in November. To have a rotation like that, especially ten get nine games in the season, people are banged up. They don't have guys like that rotating in like like Florida State would have. If had. you're trying to get to the college football playoff and you think you're a top five team and that your program is at that place, you'll beat Pitt without Daryl Jackson. It'd what be do you nice, think his Corey? war? Is? What's his war? <laughs> you know, I mean, you think you, the difference? Let's say Briggs replaces him. What do we think the difference in uh, a bill uh, impact on the team? Are you, I mean, I it, thought he was the best defensive lineman when he played hard. I thought he was. So you just lost your best defensive lineman. Do you think? Do you think the record changes? Oddly, I don't. I mean, I, I maybe if you get to the playoffs, I mean, maybe you would have a better chance of beating one of the best four maybe teams. Maybe by the then country. he'll be eligible. Yeah. And I would just push back a little bit. We don't know that he would play consistently. You know, we, we don't. Right. That's we, why I said if, right. Fabian, if Fabian is healthy, if Fisk is healthy, I think they've proven over their careers yeah. that they're guys that will bring it every play. They'll be consistent. So I would put them probably as better defensive linemen, but in terms of raw potential, Daryl yeah. Jackson, yeah. yeah, is that guy. Yeah, that's why – it's certainly why I said if, because I didn't know if he'd play hard. Even if I he, just thought because it was a money year, he right, would. You know, no. I mean, that's that's where if you're Odell, you get a guy, you pull him aside, and you're like, look, man, I don't care if you love school, hate school, don't care if you love football or hate football, you're about to change you and your family's lives. Play hard, sure. really hard in these two games, <laughs> or these four games, and you're a multimillionaire. Yeah, I, I, you, you, and it was going to play probably, I would I would guess, 35 to 40 snaps per game. So now you just have to find a way to replace that. Tafasi for nine, Briggs for 22. Like, maybe they can equal oh, the I production well. and equal yeah. the they, – they, because I, I like – man, I do – and Lions too. I like those yeah. two guys. I think they're I think they're coming along and, and can impact the team this year. I just – there were times in the spring where Jackson – was almost like you need to get him off the field so you can run some plays. Yeah, he was the same kind of disruptive when he had decided, like, okay, I'm done with this or I'm mad or something happened that verse can be where you're like, we can't even run these plays right now because this guy is a problem. Yeah. You know, we got to maybe have him sit out this part so I can see these other elements of what we're trying to do. 
the good news is that is frequently on display. Like, if you're watching different segment groups, there are moments in time where you think, oh, wow, this guy is a problem every down, or this guy's a problem every rep. You're seeing that now. Is there anybody that high-end was going to be like Daryl? Probably not, but I do think Briggs is going to have a good year. I've said that since the start of camp. I really think he's going to have a good season. I thought he was on that track before the injury a while back. He hasn't shown any signs of being close to the guy that was coming up before the injury against Louisville until this year, until now. Now you're seeing it again. He had a good practice today. It's also a full year, right, of him knowing his position. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that helps. You know, I mean, he had a good day today, and I saw Odell praising him and talking to him. Like, that. that's – yeah, I mean, that guy's hungry too. He's going to want to make an impact. He's going to want to get like paid. like the wolf. And it's – you know, it's funny. Like, we have a show like this where we're discussing – we don't want to – give a short shrift to how impactful Daryl Jackson could have been. Right. At the same time, if you were out there every day and you watched this football team practice, you'd still feel great about this football team in the season. You know, yeah. like this isn't – I mean, this team is loaded on offense. It should be very good on defense. There's so much to like. You know, so you, you don't want to sit around and, like, moan about this one situation when you have a team that's, man, could really be special. Yeah, and you're not going to have to hold people to under – no. You know, I mean, like this offense, the way we look at this group right now, what are you going to have to hold teams down to 27 a game? Yeah. I mean, you're going to score a ton of points. I mean, every day we go out there, that's the one thing that is very consistent. You just look around and you go, man, they are loaded here. They're loaded on the offensive line. They're loaded in the offensive backfield. You got a Heisman quarterback, uh, caliber quarterback. You've got stud tight ends. You're elite now at the two, you know two or three wide receiver positions. You're really good. And the beauty is, it ain't like that offense is dominating this defense either. Like the right. defense, I thought was better on better today. I, I think the defense you could say is probably won the days that you know. There's it's up and down. There's good competition, but that's the beauty. These wide receivers aren't just killing these DBs. The DBs are competitive. It's which a is much good for more them. competitive practice every day. Azaria Thomas awesome. is is owning this he's taking on the challenge of covering 14 and doing a darn good job with it but he's gonna lose some battles yeah, johnny's it's gonna johnny win plenty Wil too it's yeah. johnny wilson man he would be doing that if if he was on a, in a vikings practice right now it's johnny wilson but azaria is stepping up to the challenge i think he's got a chance to play a lot you just see all these guys quindarius jones again that freshman Jarian jones is playing really the, well greedy too. vance, greedy vance these, well. these dbs man they are not backing down from the challenge which is good to see because they're going up against what I think is probably an elite wide receiver core, not just a pretty good one, an elite one. If you, if you get, I will say this, if they can get, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, they will with we, two superstars yeah. at wide receiver, right? So Keon Coleman is going to be a star. We, we agree on that. And I think Destin Hill is going to be a star. So, I just don't know what year. Well, that's what I yeah. was going to say. Destin Hill, how quickly yeah. can they get him? Because he's physically the part. Yeah. He is easily the part. He's he's fluid. He's, he's he's thick. He's a guy that came in in great shape. He doesn't look like a guy who's missed two years of football. And if they get him, and we already know Vandravius Jacobs. I mean, first yeah, day I off for, without yeah, the green man, shirt, he's already guy. kicking ass and dominating yeah, again. He had two long touchdowns Yeah, today. so it, it'll be interesting. Similar headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio War Chant TV continues in a moment. Hey, headliners. It's Ira here, and it's time to talk Shopify. As you remember, a couple years ago, I wanted to create and sell Headlines merch for the best podcast listeners in the world. That's you guys. But I had no idea where to get started. Now we're selling Yay Sausage shirts, and it's so easy, all because we use Shopify. <coughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. Whether you're a startup working out of your man cave or IPO ready, Shopify is the only tool you'll need to grow your business without the struggle. 
Shopify puts you in control of every sales channel. You could be selling Don Julio socks from Shopify's in-person point-of-sale system or offering headliner shirts from Shopify's all-in-one e-commerce platform. Whatever you need, you're covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, up to 36% better compared to other leading commerce platforms. So you'll sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. What I really love about Shopify is how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash warchant, all lowercase, now to grow your business, no matter what stage of the game you're in. Shopify.com slash warchant. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for Warchant TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new My Bookie Money Bag. Gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at MyBookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit $200 and play with $300 instantly. Use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan, you want to add more excitement to the rest of the season, look no further than MyBookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime. Anywhere with my bookie. Should have bet on the Buckos last uh, night, Man, Corey. I'm telling you. And you should always bet on the Orioles, apparently. They don't lose. <laughs> By the way, if it gets to October and the Braves and Orioles are in the World Series. Isn't that something? Who are you rooting for? Who am I rooting you, for? You the know Orioles. he's rooting for. I, I, mean, but you, I mean, there's no oh, question. Oh, yeah, because you what got no animosity is? towards the Orioles because you beat them in we, the World we've Series. We've owned them in every important match. Plus, he yes. knows the beauty of the Orioles organization, Camden Yard. I'm like, right. he's he's basically an Orioles fan. I uh, like the Orioles, always have. I had. Uh, and you hate the Braves. I get it. Uh, I don't hate the Braves like I used to. Because of me. Part if you didn't know me, you'd still uh, hate the Braves. Yeah, but I know it's it's was far enough removed from the heartbreak of Stan Belinda and all the nonsense that occurred in that ever important <laughs> series. But I see um, that's our Sid Bream game for you. It's the Stan Belinda yeah, game. Yeah, Stan I got Belinda you. Game. That makes sense. No, but there's um, I, I you know I grew to appreciate certain aspects of baseball. But to his point with the Orioles, uh, in the mid '90s, I went up to Baltimore for about four seasons in a row. Just this person I was dating, and. Uh, she had gone to Johns Hopkins, was a huge Orioles fan, was from Baltimore. And so we would go to all those great 90s Orioles games. And I saw the team that got robbed by Jeffrey Mayer. I saw yeah, all those. Yeah. And I was always a huge Eddie Murray fan. How could you not be a Cal Ripken fan? So there were a lot of guys on that team that I liked. And um, Camden Yards was the first to kind of embrace what has become the norm in Major League Baseball now from a stadium standpoint. They brought back the charm of being yeah. right on top of the field. Camden Yards was... And unique and not yeah. just a cookie cutter. Yeah, and so, so I have nothing so but love the for answer the is the And Orioles. the other reason is because, like you said, we won two World Series against the Orioles yeah. in, in dramatic fashion. Well, since, since you're going to bring that up, no. I'll bring up the fact <laughs> that... Um, so on that Sid Bream play, I remember I was in a bar in Gainesville. Wow. And I remember thinking to myself, there's no way he's going to try to score. You Did thought, you Gary, think you he thought was Barry Bonds would actually oh, yeah, at least get him out? I had a really good angle because I was at, I was lucky enough to be at the game. Folks, if you're a little younger, this was uh, October of 1992. <laughs> it's, a, it's a recent reference. <laughs> it was uh, <laughs> right. It was right after Wide Right too, actually. Um, yeah, I'd I already at, had enough pain in my life. I didn't need that. 
I was behind. I was in the first base stands. So I saw how far Bonds had to run over to get the ball. I guess just when it was hit, I was like, there's no way he's going to score. Uh, you know, everybody gives Bonds grief because he didn't make the throw. Well, I mean, it's, it's a, a two-hopper. Two but it's off by a foot and a half right. from yeah. home plate. But it's, it's 280 yeah. feet. But it's also Sid it's Breen. It's Sid Breen, but he got – I mean, he, he it's not like he yeah. l- jogged over the ball. No, um, he got there, but it's a two-hopper. Well, you'd like it to be in the air, right? Like but it he, to be he, in the air. I mean, I mean look, he did other things. Lover. He did other things. His arm wasn't his specialty. Speaking of Valier, almost gets the tag. Yeah, yeah, he does. He almost gets the tag. And the umpire down. made the right call. No, it's the right call. It's a it's a battle luck. Guy closes his eyes and runs into a single. And he was a bum. Never did anything the rest of his life. He didn't. But sweet Moses just, Cabrera, what a great yeah. moment! What a great moment! Glenn to asked be there. if I was at the Porpoise. I was actually at TJ's. But, there you uh, go. Anyway. Yeah, yeah. But uh, so we're far enough removed that I can have that conversation. It yeah. doesn't even really it doesn't even bother me. you it anymore. Happens. It happens. Yeah. But uh, it's like me with the Super Bowl. So I would root for the Orioles to answer the question. I know you would. So. At least like a six game. You'd want it to be a good series. I'd want or... it to go seven games. Okay, I'd good. want to see the drama. Well, that's a lot of heartache. I'd rather it go four. If all the seven have it come down to extra innings. Yeah. And the so, Braves lose all. The Braves lose in extra innings in the oh, final game. That'd on, be great. A, on a slide at the plate yeah. from a guy with a bad knee. <laughs> So when you bang, guys, bang, play, Corey. So when you guys are talking to friends, not people in the business, not necessarily people, you know, whatever, yeah. you're talking to friends back home or you're talking to your dad because you can still do that. Yeah. I mean, I guess we could talk to our dads. I talked to my dad this morning, don't talk back. I talk to his ashes a lot. Right. I, his ashes are on the mantle. I just – he never responds. <laughs> hey, hey, true story. not a good my dad. My dad said, said hello to you both Aww. this morning. I was driving on the way to Florida oh, State's practice nice. – he called me and said, son, it's been two weeks since I've spoken with you. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Two. That makes me mad. Yeah. He's taking it for You're granted. You're taking it for granted. Well, no, I was in Ireland, and then I was in Charlotte, so we yeah. got uh, we missed each other you a little bit. got back from Charlotte a uh, week ago. A week ago. It's been a, it's been <laughs> yeah. a week, yeah. yeah. And then and he was out of town because he travels a lot. So, yeah. anyhow, he ends up calling. And so, towards the end, I said, hey, I'm pulling in, Dad. I'm right by Doak right now. You'll be here soon enough. Can't wait to see you. He's like... Tell the boys I said hello, and he's talking about you two. So not the, you. not his grandkids. No, no, okay. he's already talked about. He talks to them all the time. All right, okay, yeah, good, yeah, yeah. good. Well, you that think, makes me feel good. Yeah. What if there was a dad transfer portal? Because <laughs> I feel like <laughs> I feel like I'm more appealing. I, you you probably win the NIL battle. I think. Well, I would. I think I could win the yeah. NIL, but I also think like I'm. I got kind of the bachelor lifestyle half the time. Mm. That I think he would. We could just go to a appeal. game. But I've got a bunch of you know uh, several grandkids he could hang out no, with. That's true. I only got the one. That's true. Uh, so, so tell him to think about it. If the portal might be open, I'll ask him. I'll uh, ask him yeah. So yeah, but hopefully we'll get denied his waiver like friggin' <laughs> Jackson for no for no reason. Do we do we know the reason, Ira? Do, will they will they publish that, a reason? It's that I mean, I, so no, you, they will not. They will not say why. So, but you, I mean, so you have a one-time waiver that everybody can sure, go and right. get. And he did that when he left Maryland to go to Miami, right? Yes, right, yeah. And then this was supposed to be about a family hardship, right, with his mom, right? right. I'm not making. No, I, I just want to get yeah. the facts out there, right? Yeah, and so uh, the NCAA, in essence, is saying we don't believe you. That's got to be right. What right. they mean, they, otherwise they would do it. All right. I mean, they might look. I know everybody's mad, and I would never ever take the side of the NCAA in anything ever. But they might have a legitimate reason. We we just won't ever know, right? So when you guys are talking to people who are not, yeah, you know, covering the team, say, yeah, yeah, do you feel weird talking about this offense? Because it feels like I'm like twelve year old, twelve years old, talking about like my favorite, you know, yeah, your favorite pro team, team yeah, or whatever something. it might be, yeah, because it's kind of ridiculous. So what, how good this offense is going to be? But when you say it, you sound kind of silly. You I sound think. like a fan, yeah. So the weird no offense to the fans, right? But, but I'm you just saying like you fan. sound like fans you have no, know how fans sound. You sound like I'm also no, a fan of the yeah. Pittsburgh Pirates. You sound like I can sound yeah. no objectivity, right? 
here's what I figured out with that. And I think you're right because I can hear it when I say it, when I'm telling somebody, like if my buddy lives down in Miami and he's a four-state grad and he, we've been dear friends forever, he calls me all the time. And when I'm explaining how good the offense is to him, I can hear it in my head. I'm like, oh, you sound like a little girl just <laughs> fawning over. Like, I mean, it was ridiculous. But he, he looks at it the way that so many other Florida State fans that are not here on a daily basis and are not covering the team, they're still, I think, burdened by uh, the years prior to last, prior to the 10-3 and three season. Yeah. And even the 10-3 and three season featured some clunkers on offense. The NC State game stands out as one of them. Their offense was terrible against Wake Forest in the first half, which led to their loss. You know, they kind of cost themselves the Clemson game, if you go back at the end of the first half with the stupid fumble and everything else that happened. They remember these moments where it wasn't always so smooth, and they did have hiccups, and they are like, well, hold on. You're describing the best offense that Florida State's had since 2013. And you want to then say, I think it's going yeah, to be. And, oh, by the way – if you just go look at the analytics from last year and all of the metrics, Florida State had a very good offense last year. It stands to reason it would be even better if you get the same quarterback back and you give him more weapons and your offensive line is deeper. And you added, in the tight end spot alone, yeah. two players that are better than the guy you counted on just a season ago. And by the way, Biscuits had an awesome spring, yeah. Yeah. Uh, spring and fall so far. I just... That's why. I mean, Keon Coleman is a known commodity. That's not overhyping. I don't think FSU, FSU I, fans I aren't watching a lot of Michigan State uh, games. Well, until, and we, I didn't yeah, either. until a week ago, I had no idea he was Dude, this. Keon Coleman is, I think he's worth six or seven extra points a game. I, I mean, he is nuts. He Like, it would have been one thing just to have Johnny back and have, I don't know, Kintron on the outside or whoever else, even Vandravius is a true freshman. Keon Coleman is a different level. I mean, he he's last year they were doing what they did at the well they scored what thirty eight in their last six games mm-hmm. at least and and you saw what we did against what we what they did against Florida and Oklahoma. Now you're adding what I think is one of the best wide receivers. I think one of the best wide receivers in the country, yeah. at least the conference, and one of the best tight ends in the conference. To go, you've replaced Cam McDonald, Cam McDonald with Jaheim Bell. Yeah, it's a good. And upgrade. then you've replaced Pokey Wilson with <laughs> Keon Coleman. Like these are these are enormous upgrades to an offense that was already going to be good. Well, and you are able to then slot guys further yeah. down who would have been a nice three or a nice four, but you didn't need them to be a two. So that everybody's in their place now. And there's so many things they can do. We've already seen little hints that we can't talk about, can't but things they can do yet. from formation standpoint with personnel. But that's the thing. Like I, I don't know. It was crazy Keon, the one play where they had all stop. eleven, all ten receivers on the field. Keon, but there's a lot of options. But uh, but Keon is again like I just I am again I just my non Big Ten bias, which I may have to get rid of, guys. I may have to remember though he's knows. from Louisiana though he's still a Southern kid. At no, heart, I got you. So. But watching those games, oh I'm sure, sure, watch sure. those yeah. games. So 58 catches, it's like great, but I don't know. It just I don't know. He what had it means. five for 155 against yeah. Michigan, uh, and he, including a 51 yard touchdown. And it's not just that he's 6'4", 215. It's, Man, he he's moves. smart and he moves he, he, and he catches. Like, even skeptical Florida State fans up until this week, I think uh, skeptical Florida State fans would say, and I, and I thought there was some credence to it, well, you know what? We might miss Pokey. That's what they would say. We might miss Pokey more than we think because he came up with some big catches and In big, big games, moments. Yeah. And that's all fair. But it's like, uh, you're not going to no, miss Pokey. No, you're not. No, no. And, and look, I, I think – I know what Johnny is, and Johnny is just something that can't be covered. He either catches or he doesn't. He catches most of them, but he's going to drop 
probably two or three a month that you're like, oh, geez, dude. But I think Keon Coleman is probably a better receiver All than Johnny around. Wilson. Yeah. He's just not 6'7". So, again, you've got Johnny Wilson, who is ridiculous, and he might not be the best receiver on the team. And you watch Keon Coleman's releases, how fluid he is. He's got the speed. He makes big plays. He catches everything. Um Man, I just I am I've been really really impressed by that dude. Well, I knew why, I so, was going to be. So this is why to answer Iris' question, the big picture, why you get giddy. It's hard not to. You have tangible evidence of improvements. The segment group is deeper and more talented than it's been in six years, seven years. I made this point on Wake Up. It's, it's, well, I thought he was just still making. No, he point. wasn't. He was done. He, was done? he, okay. he talks all You're the time. Oh, I meant to say that. I wanted to say this, but now I got another thought in my head. So you were now on he's the, interrupting himself. Yeah, I did. He I, cut I, you off, man, then I'm, he cut himself off. I'm becoming my dad more and more every day. He did not take his Adderall before the <laughs> no, show. I, I mean, <laughs> I'm becoming man, my dad. Holy go. moly. So Je- uh, Jeff had you on the show yesterday. He did. And I'm never, I'm, I don't really listen. I don't get a chance to listen to you much, but I happen to be in the car listening. Mm. Was that the shortest Irish Chaffelle segment no, in Jeff Cameron no. show history? It felt sure. like it was 180 seconds. It was a little longer than that. Are you like Ira's agent? I'm just saying, I, I'm no, thinking man. about the he's listeners. He's planting the seeds to, to break us apart is what That's he's doing. Divide and conquer. Create. I'm just saying, I, I'm speaking for the listeners, I think. And I was like, He wants you to declare who you're going to root for. Mm. I think now he's I think you were on to him. You asked Ira one question, and you're like, all right, thanks, Ira. See you tomorrow. I was like, wow, that was quick, I guess. Well, the problem is we were. It, it works better when I don't go to practice. If I'm at practice at the same practice, why, he's why at, does he need me? I can so, I can answer these well, questions what, what about are we practice. What are even doing here? So, <laughs> so 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 that was what you were going to say when you interrupted yourself. What right. were you going to say when you interrupted him? Do you remember that? I got one. So today, nope. a practice today. Mandravius Jacobs, that one of the long plays. I didn't he had. remember. Can I interrupt oh, you again? No, I'm going to interrupt both no, of you. Just, I got. Uh, it. Hey, no, no, I got. Go, go ahead, Ira. Just. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So, Andreas so Jacobs. Yeah. This release he had on, I think it was Jabril Rawls, the was the corner, freshman corner. I mean, it's a double fake move, you know, just stutter step and just leaves him in the dust, catches a long pass. But the best moment was Keon Coleman, Johnny Wilson, and Kentron Portier come over to the replay board to watch it, and they're just giggling about Andreas' release. And then Keon, or uh, I think it was uh, Portier, just holds up the deuces. I mean, just and it was like that was cool to see. Like they're almost like one upping each other. You know, this is they're they're it's a it's the chemistry there with that receiver group is cool also, which is important because jealousy could easily right. seep in. You got yourself together. I got it. Okay, I got it. I'm looking you back in. Yeah, I got it. You got it together. I remember. Make your so points succinctly. I, I made the point <laughs> that it tells you so much about this receiving court. I'm glad you brought up Vandravius. That Hakeem Williams is kind of an afterthought for the 2023 offense. Uh, it right doesn't now. mean he's right so now. far. Yeah. So far, uh, because yeah. of what's ahead of yeah. him, and that tells you everything you need to know about how what far this, they've come, how far they've come, and what kind of pro, what kind of talent they have in that room. That a five star, a big kid that's that's had a not a not he's bad spring, so he's had yeah. a good camp. Yeah, is still, I would say, I, I guess well like down. seventh or eighth. Yeah, well, I well, mean that's crazy how good. Eight, but yeah, that's how, what they've done to that room is uh, pretty remarkable. 100% concur. That I think we can all agree with that. And sometimes you pinch yourself when you're at practice. Like if you're if I if I remove all objectivity and I just say I'm a fan and I'm rooting for this team to kick ass and I am. People know that. Uh I I can't 
fathom how far they've come. That receiving core three years ago was pure ass. It's almost like what the pure O-line has done. Pure ass. Some nice kids. Yeah. And, oh, Some nice wonderful kids. human beings, I'm sure. Good parents, too. But the, the, the point is – That was is, the sign they had above the door when they walked out <laughs> to go to practice. They all had to hit. It just said pure ass. <laughs> Try to not be <laughs> pure ass today. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's come a long well, way. But just think about where we were. We were at practice. I think it was, it was two years ago that uh, Parchment came. Yeah, yeah. Andrew so we're at, we're at preseason practice that's two right. years ago. And we love you, Andrew Parchment. All-time great moment. Four than 14 forever, yep. buddy. Yep, that's right. In everybody's heart. Tattoo on your forearm, baby. But in that camp, remember, we would talk about – how hard they were coaching Andrew Parchment because, yep. man, they need him to be that guy. They, they need, need him to be the that guy. The kid from Kansas had to come in and try. Yes. <laughs> Could you imagine yeah. him? Yeah. Like, where would he fit in this rotation? He would uh, not. So, I mean, it's just, and no offense, Andrew. No. But it's just, it's, that's just, again, illustrates how far they Raising going. of the floor across the board. There's no doubt. Seminole Headlines, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV continues in a moment. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. MLB is in full swing, and my bookie is going to be your one-stop shop for all your betting needs with a wide range of betting options, including money lines, run lines, totals, and futures. My bookie gives you plenty of ways to bet on your favorite teams and players. You can also take advantage of the brand new my bookie money bag, which gives you the chance to secure a bet on your favorite team or player at insanely boosted odds. Sign up today at my bookie. Use the promo code WARCHANT to secure a first deposit of up to $1,000. It's simple. Deposit 200 and play with 300 instantly. Use promo code WARCHANT to claim your bonus. If you're a baseball fan, you want to add more excitement to the rest of the season, look no further than my bookie. Sign up now. Get ready to experience the thrill of baseball betting like never before. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. Seminal Headlines returns now. Head to YouTube and search for WARCHANT TV today to catch the show live or on demand. Now, here's Jeff Cameron, Ira Chofel, and Corey Clark. And the good news is this sort of enthusiasm translates even to both kickers who can't mm. miss. Well, Fitz had one block today, but uh, he's been he's been good in the camp. Uh, Shaheem the dream. Shaheem blocked that. Um, I'll tell you one thing that I didn't like about Shaheem today, and I he's he's been fine. Nothing nothing bad about him, but he had a rep in one on ones against Destin Hill in the end zone. Where my man just grabbed him by both shoulders and was like, "I'm not giving up a touchdown. I'm just going to grab you and tackle you." It's like I'd like you to be – yeah, you probably can't handle um, – Keon. it was Keon Coleman, not not right. Destin Hill. You probably can't handle him. You're a safety. He's a really good receiver. I get it's a mismatch, but let's compete a little more than just straight up grabbing him. I think you're going to see that when they get serious around scrimmage time. Like We won't be able to watch the scrimmages, but when they have officials come in and they start getting serious for these 11-on-11, one-on-one, good-on-good, um, yeah, the emphasis will be on competing without committing – Yes. Penalties, time and again. That was a heinous one. Well, Greedy does it once a once a day. Yes, he does. Uh, Greedy yeah. Vance is the handsiest corner <laughs> in the history of college football. It is unreal. Well, they can't call it every uh, play. So that's right. I mean, so I mean, they're very physical. I do like that they're aggressive to the ball. They seem to have shifted and clicked into a different mentality. Very impressed by that. Everybody's confident and playing fast. 
but yeah, they're, they're, it's it's an interesting week. You can tell the coaches are are breaking them down, having them work work hard. It'll be fascinating to watch this play out. So tomorrow, so when do they go full pads? When's their first full pads? Corey has the uh, information. Uh, I got it from a good source. Uh, okay. <laughs> well, Thursday in Jacksonville will be so the first. So the one. first full pads are in Jacksonville, yeah. but their first scrimmage is Saturday here, right? Sunday. Sunday. Okay. That, I was wondering. Oh, it I was is Sunday. Yeah. yeah, they're taking. I think from they what I remember, yeah, they're taking Saturday okay. off and then scrimmage. Oh, so okay. that makes sense. So Friday will be shells probably. Mm-hmm. They take Saturday off. Sunday we get it on with the scrimmage. I would think makes the sense. two days. I think Thursday and Friday in Jacksonville will be full pads. I would mm-hmm. think. I would think so. Could be. If they're I mean, taking the next day off, they're I definitely think so. going later than usual for full pads. Um, and so, yeah, the one practice tomorrow. And, and to your point, Mike Norvell said today after practice, go watch the interview on Warchant TV. Um, that uh, tomorrow will be a lighter day. Like, yeah, because they've been trying to break them down. Yeah, you these last tell. couple days have been. Yeah, they've been going after it. I've I've loved. This is where you can glean a lot. I spend a ton of time just watching a lot of scrimmage and and watching those offensive and defensive line reps. I'll tell you what, I would love to know the timeline, just because of the, what it does in terms of ratcheting up competition. When are we going to you know, see Robert Scott a full go? Because this is a competition, man. Harris and Byers are doing wonderful things at tackle. I want to see that elevated. I want all the guys to participate, cause just because I'm ready to watch that battle continue to play out. It, it's been very physical. Just to cover our bases here, Mike Norvell did say today that that Rob Scott is on a plan. Right, for, right. For he said that yesterday getting, too. For him getting full, you know, into kind of everything to be. Yeah, I wouldn't have brought it up if he had. Yeah, no, he's um, he's mentioned it more than once. So. Uh, but yeah, I mean, there's battles all over the place, and I, I every time I watch Bless Harris, battles end good. is all over the place too. Am I right, Jeff? There, yep, the everywhere, dollars. every which way. Yeah. Hey, but Harris is having probably the best of all the linemen in camp, in my opinion. I, I think, think the battles end could send a shipment to the NCAA. To. Get- I'm not saying I'm not saying a bribe. Pay off some people I'm not saying a bribe. I'm not saying a bribe. Not even a bribe. No. something like that. No, I'm just saying he wouldn't do that. But a gift, just to not just an inducement either. No. Not an no. inducement. It's not pay for guy. play. Nobody's no. doing anything like none of, that. None of that. Just, just like just a garnet a, truck. You I think mean, they want trucks? They Indianapolis people in Indiana drive trucks. No. Just something. I was just a thought. We I thought, mean, it's not a bad thought, Ira. It's not a bad thought. But I'm sure it's been explored. It's possible. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, no. I'll tell you what, Blue Chips would be a pretty boring movie now because everything no. they were doing is now legal. now legal. Hey, you want a tractor, Ricky? Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Hey, we're just recruiting. <laughs> Whatever happened to Ricky? He played. The kid really played in Indiana. Well, you could tell he was a. No, he yeah. played. But he was a starter at Indiana. That I can't remember his name, but he was. He wasn't Penny or Shaq, but he started at shoot. Indiana. Yeah. Yes, he could. Well, all right. Sorry. Yeah, no, I don't know if we can bribe the NCAA Ira, if that's no, what you were inferring uh, that's at all. Clearly not what uh, I was implying. But but. but, but I would say that, uh, well, let's uh, – <laughs> So back to the battles. Les Harris is having really good he days. He is. He is. And He's really, been great. Yeah, I mean, like, and there's so many – like, I've really enjoyed watching the young guys. I read an article yesterday about some of the newcomers from the summer. One guy I want to mention – I don't know how much he'll play or if he will play at all, but at that position, I think K.J. Sampson is going to be a stud at Florida State. The defensive lineman, young kid – I like him a lot, man. I think he's really good. So it's fun in those battles you're talking about, watching them. You know, they'll have the the top guys yep. be battling, and then they'll have the the other guys, the younger guys. And he's he's going to be something. Just like we knew a year ago, Tifasi was going to be something when he was redshirting, and Daniel Lyons. So uh, there's a lot to like about that young group. And they have to go up against real players, right? like real guys that could start at some school, many schools. In the, it's cool in the to watch five. the rotation, and you watch these guys. that The matchups time and again, I saw uh, – 
buyers today have a really good rep and a really good matchup. And then right after that, Armella assumed that spot and came in, and he had to go. I can't remember. Yeah, he was going against Gilbert Edmond off the edge, and that was a great matchup. Gilbert had his best practice, I thought, yesterday. Had a couple of big plays again today. Mm-hmm. He's coming along. One thing to notice about him specifically, the added weight is helping him. He's mm-hmm. a stronger dude. You can see it in – uh, basically, the trunk. He's a, he's a he's a thicker kid, and you can tell he's stronger. So I can't always tell when a guy gains seven pounds, five pounds, twelve pounds. You know, it's hard to see right. that translate. I think it has with him. Yeah, and I think when there's a lot of guys that you know, Patrick Payton has come a long way. I mean, there's guys that Florida State fans saw last season, and then you're going to see them this season, and they're look like different guys. Different dudes, yeah. Uh, Josh Farmer's another example of that defensive line position. The Bama table's here. Yeah. We finally got finally. it. It's here. Josh Storms and the rest of that nutrition group and everybody else, good job. Those are some hosses. It's funny. Everybody that comes to practice, you know, whether they work at the university or they're a former player or whatever it is, when they they're come like, to Whoa. practice, that's the first thing everybody says is, man, this looks a whole lot different. Yeah. Think yeah. about how depressed we were the first time we saw Jermaine Johnson. We're like, damn, that's what everybody else has? Yeah, he couldn't He's even start the only guy, only guy that looks like that here. And now everywhere you look, guys look like that. It's crazy. I mean, they have – well, that's why that you're talking about potential of 12 people being drafted. Yeah, wait till they get that uh, Big Ten money. Mm. That, it's going to be flooding. It's going to be flooding the dra- NFL draft. I do think um, – We need to touch on it real quick, gang, that uh, if the ACC can somehow land this coup – and Stanford and, Cal Cal. and Stanford. What a day. What a momentous I mean, day. You don't need to leave. Yeah. I mean, the. I mean, just think of the impact of the water, water polo around the league. Oh, it would be incredible. Well, in the case of Stanford, fencing. Right. Anything to do rowing. with horse riding, rowing. rowing horse, anything, equestrian, they dominate. Yeah. Always do. Always really good at that. Probably. How uh, are they going to make the, they're going to make those horses travel all the way across the country for these competitions? You know, horses sleep standing up when they travel True. on planes. We learned that in Ireland. We learned that in Ireland. Oh, they fly horses? Oh, all the time. Oh. Uh, over in Ireland, which the second best at uh, producing horses of a championship caliber, uh, as Ira and I know. <laughs> it's all from sure. our trip okay. to the track. Yeah, uh, they just fly them over and those bastards just sleep standing straight up. I wish I could do that. Who's the best? Uh, the United States. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly right. Going against a country of five million people as opposed Recognized, to yeah, – yeah, yeah, okay? okay and they, a lot of those horses come from Stanford. <laughs> Stanford's been producing championship so, horses for years. But, man, I, I was envious when they told us the horses could just yeah. sleep straight up. I was like, damn it, I've wanted to sleep standing straight up many times. I always thought – do you all know who Nate Bargatze is, the comedian? Yeah, the comedian, yeah. He had a bit, and I agreed with him. He saw he, – he drove past a house that had a horse laying down in a yard. And he assumed the horse was dead. Yeah. And I would have too. And it was not dead. I mean, the whole bit's a lot funnier than I just made it. But I always thought if a horse was laying on the ground it's on the side, dead. it's, it's dead. But they sleep. They can sleep laying down, Oh, they too. sleep standing up, sleep laying down. I mean, horses got a good life, don't they? I, almost like Ira. Ira told me, and he taught me. I saw it firsthand. <laughs> he can sleep anywhere in the yeah. drop of a hat. Oh, absolutely. My can. man could just yeah. lean back. When he said it, I was like, oh, well, yeah. you know, it, it doesn't mean that he can literally just fall asleep sitting straight up, but he can. He can. I got absolutely it. can. Uh, but I got it honest because my dad would read, I was telling him, my dad would read the newspaper when and he came up from work. while reading it. And he'd have the newspaper up, and like, he'd be like, he, I mean, he hasn't changed the page in five He's, he's invested he's in just, this article, he's and he's sleeping, but he's still holding the, the paper. Yeah. He's taking him. in the numbers and really reading everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when he was degree. alive, because now it wouldn't well, be much right. of a trick. I don't remember anything my dad did. There's <laughs> a really good joke in there, Ira. That was well done. He ignored it, but it yeah, was it was sorry. well played. Wouldn't be much of a trick. That's right. <laughs> I, will, I will tell you, as a dad, 
and and we all are, <clears throat> that it is easier to fall asleep than it was when oh, you were 25. Boy. Like now you can fall asleep pretty easily. I fell asleep yesterday for like a 30 minute nap, holding my phone on my chest. <laughs> And it was just a picture of yourself. Well, yeah, I was, I was, a, <laughs> he I was, was a selfie. Admiring. <laughs> was a selfie. And he had I, just finished Orange Theory, took a selfie yeah, to yeah. send to Aslan, yeah, and, I, and then <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> and fell asleep. <laughs> you, you gave me that one. I did. I know. That That's one. what I do. All right, hour number two, forthcoming seminal headliner questions, of which we have many. A lot of people excited. We'll get to them uh, momentarily. Hang in there, everybody.